Welcome to New World Same Humans number 22. This edition is all about virtual companions. Hi, this is David Mattin and you're listening to the audio version of New World Same Humans number 22, published on the 21st of June 2020. I'll be recording every Sunday newsletter as a podcast from now on. It's an experiment, so let me know what you think. Just hit reply on this week's email. You can find the links included in this instalment and a link to the text version on the New World Same Humans article page where this podcast is embedded. So, let's go. The iPhone is 13 years old. No innovation released since has matched its transformative impact on our daily lives, society and culture. But this week, a new video game caught my eye. That's because it's an indirect signal of a powerful emerging trend and one that I think could produce the next genuinely transformative innovation. Let's talk about virtual companions. Meet your virtual companion. This week and for the first time, the US Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, approved a video game as a medical treatment. In Endeavour RX, players guide a spacecraft through a series of fantastical environments, avoiding obstacles and shooting enemies. The game is made by a digital health startup called Akili, and it's now approved as a prescription treatment for ADHD among children aged between 8 and 12. Endeavour RX was approved by the FDA after trials showed it caused measurable improvements in the attention of ADHD children who played the game for 25 minutes per day, five days a week. The trial that showed the most success was conducted by doctors working for Achille. Scepticism is warranted. But the legitimacy of Endeavour RX itself is not the key point here. Rather, what's most interesting about this innovation is that it's a signal of an emerging trend that is likely to accelerate as we step into the aftermath of the crisis the trend for digital interventions in mental health and well-being. All this is a great reminder of the most important underlying truth when it comes to trends. That is that any meaningful trend has its basis in a fundamental human need. When trying to think about the future, people often get hung up on the change they see around them, typically a shiny new technology such as AI, robots or driverless cars. But when it comes to the trends that will reshape our lives in the years ahead, a changing world is only half the picture. Taken alone, the emergence of new technologies tells us little that is meaningful about our shared future, how it will work or what it will feel like. Instead, we need to remember to see new technologies through the lens of fundamental human needs. People are motivated by a set of core needs, think value, security, convenience and others, that at their most fundamental are stable over time. Unlike the world around us, they don't change. It's when new technologies unlock new ways to serve those age-old fundamental human needs that meaningful, lasting new trends emerge. The collision between digital tech and a cluster of fundamental human needs, health, wellness, self-actualization, has been a fertile space for the emergence of new trends across the last two decades. So far, that innovation has focused mostly on physical well-being, but there are clear signs now that digital services for mental well-being are emerging into the mainstream too. The technology thinker Benedict Evans has observed that when it comes to many trends, from remote working to food delivery services, 
The pandemic has been a period of widespread forced experimentation. This trend is another example. At the start of the pandemic, the FDA also relaxed its rules on other forms of digital mental health services in order to give patients more access to them. One beneficiary has been a chatbot called Wobot, which provides an AI-fueled version of cognitive behavioural therapy. The makers of Wobot say it offers a powerful new form of self-care to those dealing with anxiety, depression and other mental health issues. It's free to use and it's working its way towards full FDA approval. A randomised controlled trial by Wobot and Stanford University found the app could help people with depression. The app now exchanges 4.7 million messages with people every week. Wobot and apps like it have been a crucial aid for millions during the pandemic. But even before lockdowns began, psychiatry and talking therapy services in most affluent countries was beyond stretched. In developing countries and conflict zones, it's often non-existent. It's not hard to see how the trend for virtual and AI-fueled mental health services, supercharged by the crisis, could now become a part of the new normal. No one is pretending that these apps are as good as a qualified human practitioner. On the other hand, there's no travel required, no risk of infection, no cost of use and 24-7 availability. So where is all this heading? I think this trend will evolve into spaces far beyond medical need for mental health therapies and towards the universal human search for mental wellness, self-enhancement and even social connection. As AI-fueled voice assistants insinuate themselves into our lives, think Alexa, Siri and others, the nature of our relationship with these technologies is changing. It's becoming about more than just functionality and transaction, more than just Alexa, order me some washing powder, and broadening to include higher order human needs such as entertainment, creativity and yes, even companionship. In years to come, the ability of AIs to conduct natural conversation is likely to improve. And while these virtual entities won't be conscious, they will be highly intelligent. This raises the possibility of altogether new kinds of AI companions and counsellors. An AI companion of this kind will never forget a word you tell it. It will have access to an array of personal data gathered via wearable devices and sensors in the physical environment, and it will be able to use that data to make recommendations. David, you seem nervous. Let's do some breathing exercises. What's more, these virtual companions will be able to tap into the entire store of human knowledge, culture and data to enrich their conversation and counsel. They will be a kind of combined Socrates, Freud, Buddha and Steve from next door, always in your pocket, available to talk any time. For thousands of years, people have dreamed about the sage or guru who via ordinary conversation could offer life-changing insight. Could the next technology to rival the impact and adoption rate of the smartphone be a bespoke AI companion that acts as a personal guru, counsellor and friend? Big tech is certainly taking the prospect seriously. Back in 2017, Apple announced they were hiring psychologists into the Siri team when data showed that users often try to talk to Siri about their feelings. And at the beginning of this year, Samsung released information about a new line of AI-fueled humanoid friends called Neons. It's easy to dismiss the idea of these kinds of virtual companions as too black mirror, as fanciful, absurd. And it's a long way from a video game for ADHD to a true virtual companion. 
but when an emerging technology unlocks new ways to serve fundamental human needs, it's always worth paying attention. After all, rewind 15 years and the quantified self-movement was limited to a few hackers in Silicon Valley. Now, your parents count each day's steps via their iPhone. Behaviour change tends to happen slowly, then all at once. It's always been clear, and contemporary consumerism has made it clear in a million new ways, that our capacity to find ourselves fascinating is endless. In the end, the emergence of AI companions may not be so much about a relationship with another entity, but about our relationship with ourselves, our search for self-knowledge, improvement and advancement. That search is as old as we are. As long as there are humans, it will never end. But now we could be about to witness the next chapter. Snippets from Anonymous Anteater. Four telling stories from the collective mind this week. This is a great time to be building a remote collaboration tool, but are we underestimating the tools we already have? Check out this technology review piece on how humble old Google Docs emerged in recent weeks as a key sharing and collaboration tool for protesters worldwide. Speaking of Black Lives Matter, check out these AR lenses, a glimpse of how AR and the emerging mirror world will shape our experience of communal events in the years ahead. A new book says we're heading towards a new version of the Middle Ages, The Coming of Neo-Feudalism, a warning to the global middle class by US academic Joel Kotkin, says society is devolving into three tiers. A new aristocracy comprised of tech oligarchs, a small clerisy of supporting knowledge worker professionals and everyone else. That's a crisis, says Kotkin, for democracy and our societies as we know them. This month, employees of charity Crisis Text Line went to Twitter with concerns over their CEO's racial insensitivity. They say this was after years of being ignored by the charity's board. CEO Nancy Lublin has now been fired. Another reminder of the ongoing transparency revolution. A connected world has turned every organisation into a glass box, making its internal culture visible to anyone who cares to look. You must complete your mission, Dave. I still can't write about virtual companions without remembering HAL 9000 from Stanley Kubrick's 1968 sci-fi epic Space Odyssey. We're a long way from that kind of artificial general superintelligence, and if it arrives, let's hope it's less sinister than HAL. Either way, New World same humans will be watching this trend and many others as they evolve and our growing community will be thinking hard about what it all means. So if you found today's instalment useful, please forward the email to one person, a friend, family member or colleague who'd also enjoy it. Or hit the share button and let people know why you find this newsletter valuable. Just navigate back to the page where this podcast is embedded, hit share and you're done. Let's let the hive mind that is New World Same Humans grow ever larger. Uh, But that's all for me for this week. Thanks so much for listening and I'll speak to you next Sunday.